to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And exciting week in reality TV, and TLC missed the boat on that one, not having a 90 Day Fiance episode, when it's literally like our Super Bowl over here. Vanderpump. I mean, I don't watch Vanderpump, but like, I am watching Vanderpump. Siesta Key. Finishing the fight from Real Housewives of New Jersey, like, everything was on this week. It was drama-filled, and I was here for it. It was a good week of reality TV. Yeah. And we deserve it, because I feel like there have been a little slow weeks, but this was everything we could have asked for and more. It was, like, Christmas Day for <laughs> reality TV. I mean, they had to give us something. It's the first full week back, and mm. we talked about it, I think, like, two episodes ago, like, before the break or some or maybe it was like I don't know we talked about it how this week is so hard because you're so used to having days off and then you just go bam into a full work week and you struggle like I am just like crawling through the week on the struggle bus because it's so long it's just pretty rude that they expect us to work (laughs) a full five days out of the week what I know it's bad it really is crawling, and I'm so glad that tomorrow's Friday. I am so excited tomorrow's Friday. Um, I moved my desk. I'm in a new office at work, and I was looking at, like, office supplies and everything like that because I need to decorate it, and then it got me started to think, like, 2020, I was listening to the Heather McMahon podcast, and she does vision boards for mm-hmm. her year. So, like, last year, her vision board was, like, do a comedy, like, like the stuff that she wanted out of the year, and I was like, maybe I should do that. So I'm thinking about doing a vision board for my goals of 2020 and beyond, and yeah, one of them will just get more listeners on this podcast, make it more poppin', so that's you guys, that's where you play into my vision board. True, true. I guess that's a good goal for 2020. I feel like, you know what, I don't have, to say I don't have any goals for 2020, and that sounds really sad. <laughs> I don't know. Just keep living my life. This is this is sad. But keep living my life. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Travel. Travel. I'm, do the podcast. Do the podcast. I think you sent it to me, and this is just, like, the theme of 2020 for me is hashtag rich as fuck. Yes. But you know what? That's just the energy I want to bring into, like, every, every year. Every year. <laughs> and I'm just still waiting for that year to come. <laughs> So um, that one is just a, a life goal. This will be my hashtag poorest fuck year, <laughs> but because multiple weddings, multiple bachelorette parties, just multiple trips that I want to go on, and it's just going to drain my bank account. So. Yeah, it's a little sad for your bank account. That is a little poorest fuck, but hopefully... I will be living rich as fuck, but my bank account will be hashtag poorest fuck, so... <laughs> But you never, hopefully we can get some, like, sponsor money this year, mm-hmm. and then we'll be hashtag richest. It'll balance it out. It will, it will like, balance it out. Like, hashtag balanced as fuck. <laughs> balanced as fuck. Like, I still need to, you know, do all of my, like, my nails, ev- like, not every week. That I, the, oh I would God. literally be so far in debt as fuck. <laughs> but, you know, that basic stuff while still living large. Can you? Is that too much to ask for? <laughs> I don't think so. So, putting it out into the universe. Mm-hmm. Hashtag rich as fuck 2020. Top of my vision board. Yes, just at the <laughs> office. Hashtag rich as fuck. I'm sure there's no HR issues there. <laughs> that would be so... 
I'm dying. But I was looking at, like, really cute stuff to put. I have, like, a... I almost said a dresser at work, but it's not a dresser. It's a bookshelf. Do you live at work? You know... Almost. Almost. You spend more time at work than you do at home. Do. So, But a book bookshelf and... almost called it a dresser again. Bookshelf. And, like, I just want to, like, make it pretty and fun. It and needs like, color. It needs color. So I was looking at a lot of pinks and golds and, like, just the stuff stuff to brighten up the room. Yeah, that, once you sent me the picture of your little cave, I was like, 100% needs color. It needs color. that's what's making it a little dreary. Yeah, and it doesn't have a clock, and I found this really cute pink clock, so, like, I am about to go freaking crazy on Amazon. So many Amazon packages. That's what Amazon is made for, mm-hmm. actually. Oh, yeah. I, Ted, every time I get a package from Influencer, he's like, what did you order? And I was like, no, I swear, I didn't order anything. It was free. This one was free. I got... My uh, free Lancome one, and I got this, it's like a moisturizer, but it's called Anti-Stress Liquid Glow Moisturizer. I'm like, do you think they just threw as many words on there as possible? Buzzwords. Just buzzwords to make it seem like this is really going to be amazing for you? That's what the big brand skincare people do. They're just like... Buzzword. Retinol, age, like, they just throw in every single word and people are like, oh my god. Like, the one I have upstairs... Scared to try it. It's the philosophy. It's the new philosophy. Mm. It's um, 6% AHA and BHA. And you put it on at night. And then you're supposed to not wash it off. So it's an acid you're applying without washing it off. And then it dries on your face. And then you wake up in the morning. And your skin's supposed to feel baby soft. But I have a pretty good skincare routine going on right now. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to really, like, mess with it. Like, I have my weekly routine of serums and acids and moisturizer and all of that and I don't know if I want to put something new in it but I will because I have to test it out so and you're supposed to do that every day I didn't read that far okay I was gonna say it seems like a lot for your skin every day you have a good skincare routine I dropped my retinol the retinoid I had I dropped that and you know what (laughs) it was making me break out probably because I wasn't doing the double wash you're supposed to yeah but you're also that's the point of it because it's breaking down and like after you get through the little breakout dryness, your skin will be baby soft. I couldn't commit to it. I, I was like, nope, this is just not going to work for me and my face looks terrible. Bye. I'll revamp your skincare. <laughs> I, yeah, I just need like a good routine, but it needs to be simple for me because I just lose the motivation to do it. Well, you're not supposed to put a shit ton, like wash your face, put on one or two serums, moisturizer, sleep. I have a, I bought some zi- the ordinary zinc one. I use it like once and I haven't used it again. So it really and you, consistency. That <laughs> yeah, is another goal yeah. for us. We said it last podcast: yes, consistency, consistency. And you need consistency with your skincare routine. I do because I'm just not good at it. And even I put my moisturizer next to my bed, and I still don't use it every night. I have it in a routine. So you know how I have that walk-in closet. Yeah. My bathroom's, like, past the walk-in closet, so I have to walk by it. Mm -hmm. So I wash my face, I come out, go to, like, my little area, put all my shit on my face, wash my hands, and then go to bed. I just need to, I need to stick with something. I'm just not good at sticking, because I lose motivation, but it's fine. We're gonna fix that in 2020. There we go. If you want to live hashtag rich as fuck, your skin has to be hashtag rich as fuck. My skin does have to be rich as fuck. Just like rich, you know what? This is like rich as fuck in all aspects of Mm -hmm. your life. Your friendships, your love life, your skincare. (laughs) 
your your work traveling life. like travel life. everything rich in everything yeah so guys you heard it here we are gonna live large You're in li- every aspect even down to our pores so <laughs> we are going to live so large that our bank account is going to be very small but it's <laughs> you know what next step botox for you oh my god kelly kelly let me tell you how many times i've talked about this little tiny line and people tell me I'm delusional. People tell me you're crazy. And you know what? Maybe I am crazy. But <laughs> But your skin will me. feel so nice afterwards. Like, it, it will <sighs> feel tight and beautiful and... You know, I just have the one line. But, I like, I have a problem with paying $200 for one line. For one line. If I ha- but then, but then you, if you get multiple, then you have multiple lines. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of how that works. That's why they call it preventative, so... You know what? I think I'm going to do it in 2020, but I'm going to maybe, I think, wait until I turn 27. Oh my god, so Wow. Wow, that's a number, 27. (laughs) That's a scary number. Wow. Okay. I'm going down a rabbit hole that I don't want to be in. So, let's get back to the whole point of this. What do we want to talk through first? There's so many options... Um, let's talk about Florbama because to me it was the least exciting. Okay. So I want to build up to the most exciting. Which is yes. Which is yes. <laughs> so Florbama, honestly, things happened, but it wasn't extremely exciting. I just don't understand how Gus and Jeremiah have not fucking made up yet. Like you guys were not even just friends. They were best friends. And I don't understand how they haven't been able to mend it. They were like brothers. And they are just both acting so petty. I think Gus is acting pettier. So they go to that group. Okay. Whole premise is they go to the trampoline park. They play dodgeball. Whoever is the losing team has to buy the winner's dinner. So they go out to sushi. And everybody else is very respectful. They're like, you know what? I'm going to get an appetizer and a roll and a drink. Yeah. A roll or two and a drink and that's it. He's ordering half the menu. And not even just like, oh, can I get a tuna avocado roll? It's like, can I get the like specialty dragon tsunami roll? Like, no, just order a fucking like sweet potato roll and call it a day. Yes. He was being so petty because he knew the way they did it was also weird that like specific people were going to pay for. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Just split it. Split it. Everyone on the losing team. We split split the bill evenly. Yeah. Throw in your fucking cards at the end. Everyone pays for everyone, and then you're done. Yeah, it made no sense the way they did it, so they set it up so that Gus could be extremely petty. Yeah. It was definitely a producer thing. Oh, 100%. Of like, oh, no, you guys have to pay for specific people. And the fact that nobody said anything to him. I don't know. I I was Team Jeremiah. I'm still Team Jeremiah on this. Like, I'm Team Jeremiah on... All aspects. Me too, because it's, I would be like, you have the audacity, you know we're in a fight, he's, he's doing this clearly to make me upset, and you're gonna order half the menu, and then you're gonna act upset, when I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna take two of his rolls, and his appetizer, and that's it. You're still paying for a majority. Yeah. It, it just, it it was, honestly, it was sort of disrespectful. Yeah. The only thing, like, the only... It's not all on Gus. Well, eh, kind of all on Gus, but the other people on the losing team should have said, like, hey, no, we're all splitting this. Yeah. So, because would he have done that shit if they were all splitting it? No. no. Exactly. 
they should have all just split it, but it was, like you said, it was definitely something set up by the producers. Because it made no sense. No, it didn't. Do you think Maddie and, like, what do you think of the whole Maddie, Jeremiah, Gus thing? Thing. I can't... I can't determine how I feel about the Maddie and Jeremiah situation. I kind of am leaning towards I like it. I think that she is is very almost sort of like free spirit, and I think that he needs a little a little bit of that mm-hmm. in his life. But I think she she's free spirit, but she also has a good head on her shoulders. It seems like you know when they they're going to this the job that is truly the worst the worst <laughs> that none of them need except for maybe Maddie because she's isn't getting the full Florabama money, obviously, that they're all getting. Do they honestly, though, like, how much do they make per episode? I think they make at least 10000 an episode. Plus sponsorships. And yeah. And all, all, all the other that. things they do and Instagram posts, I'm sure. So they're making decent money that they don't need a job that probably pays seven twenty five an hour. <laughs> That's disgusting. So, but the fact that she showed up, she's like, you know what? This is a job that somebody is giving me, and I'm just thankful for it. So just suck it up. Excuse me. The minimum wage in Florida is eight forty six an hour, oh, Sam. Excuse me. So they definitely were making more than seven. <laughs> for not brushing up on my state minimum wages. I was going to Google how much they make per episode mm. and I was like, now I want to know what this is minimum, minimum wage wages. Yeah, I think they're making decent money. Not to mention they have them in a nicer house. They that have house to be paying them more. Beautiful. It's gorgeous and it's too nice for them. I <laughs> It is for the so things they nice. Do. For the things that they do in that house, it's too nice for them. Please give that house to me. I would be very polite to the house. Oh, yeah. I would clean it every day. Yes. Tell it that I loved it. <laughs> like, Hi, house. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be in you. It would be amazing. But they they all do seem to appreciate the home. So at they least do. they appreciate it. I'm excited because I'm going to... Oh, shit. We're going to have to figure out recording... For that day. But I'm going to Clearwater next month, and it's right near St. Pete's, so I told Ted that I want to party hard in St. Pete's, where they all are. So, I mean, they're not there now, but I can just, like, pretend. I'll make Ted push me in one of those, like, little carts that Candace got. I will just make, I'll do it, like, scene for scene and just record it and go live on our Instagram. We create the show in St. Pete's. It's a (laughs) really great place. a classy Valentine's Day? No, I no. want a Florabama Valentine's Day. You want to be so drunk you need Ted to push you around in the <laughs> luggage cart. Oh, that would be great, but... It actually sounds pretty fun. So, um, the, you know what? Another good moment from this week's episode, this is the other thing I took out, is when Candace falls down like oh ten, set, 10 stairs. It looked extremely painful. I've fallen down some stairs before and it's not a good time. So, I feel I felt the pain, but she was a trooper. She got pretty much right up. She did. She bounced back, like, super quickly. And At least she didn't break anything, so. Exactly. And she's on the, Nilsa's, I love, Nilsa's on the phone with some, I don't know, delivery or order guy, and she's like, no, I, you know, I think I have to go. I think my roommate just broke her neck. <laughs> that is. <laughs> the people on the other end of their phone calls the other great phone call was Cody the and the flowers. <laughs> He's like, do you have any message you want to leave? Please do not get mad. <laughs> do you want to leave anything, a note for the delivery person? Run. <laughs> Run as fast as you can. 
And the other, I love how the woman on the other end of the phone is so polite. She's like, all right, great. Okay, Thank you, Cody, sir. I, I will give them that message. It's like, I would have written a note like, do not deliver. Yeah. Send money back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Refund. Safety concern. <laughs> that woman sounded like a saint. That was good customer service. Yes. At its finest. Because I would have... I would have been afraid. I would have been laughed. I don't know. I would not have been very calm. The one thing that I do wish they did was, because I was so excited for it, because I know Nilsa and Juliet and, like, the Floribama cast and the Siesta Key cast hang out in in real life, and I always want them to do fucking crossover. I want to crossover so bad, and I think this is a missed opportunity for MTV. It definitely is. And, like... I don't, the only reason I don't think they'll ever do a crossover is because they're completely different reality TV shows. It's, you have the Jersey Shore type, like, where you know it's, like, heavily produced reality TV, but it's still reality. And then you have Siesta Key, which is the scripted reality. So, and it's just, like, sorry to say it, but, like, classy, like, classy, and then, like, rolling around in your vomit. So. Not to mention, even just, the editing and the filming of mm-hmm. the shows are completely different. Totally different vibes. But I think you could do, like, a 20-minute, half-hour mm-hmm. half crossover because... If they did the crossover, it would have to be on Floribama. Oh, 100%, because I don't think they could go the other way. No. But you're good, then you're bringing two different sorts of audiences mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So I think it's a great opportunity for MTV... You know what, we, we really need to be in on this network because we have know. great ideas. We have fucking great ideas. The one thing I do want is they always have the same stupid person, not stupid, but like same fucking person hosting the tell-all for 90 Day Fiance and she sucks. Where do we get that job? We 100% would ask the questions that the people want to know. Yeah, instead of like, oh, okay, that's great. Okay, next question. She Move lets on. them go. She lets them slide with everything. And it's like, no. That was not an answer. Dig no, deeper. it wasn't an answer at all. Like, ask a question. You didn't get what you want. Ask it again in a different way. Or call them out and say, you didn't answer my question. Exactly. We need somebody who's going to drill down. And this lady is just like, okay, you don't want to talk about it? That's fine. No, this is a tell-all. That means you have to tell it all, not tell what you want. It's not called to tell what you want. <laughs> Ugh. Garbage. Sorry, she's not garbage. Her questions are garbage. Maybe 2020 goal, like, be that person. <laughs> be the tell-all host. Man, we would be great. We would. Or just have our own tell-all. <laughs> we the should. 90 Day Fiance people are so fucking thirsty. That so they might. They might. Just call, have them all call in. Yeah. Or just do, like, a bunch of DMs and just ask random questions. <laughs> yes. They're so thirsty they would, so. Amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> amazing idea hashtag 2020 hashtag 2020 rich as fuck <laughs> we are rich in content yes um was there anything else in Florida? no i feel like that was it it was sort of a, a dull week i really want courtney to come back courtney needs to come back amy is in pcb with her right now yeah not right now but i mean current state in her. the store yeah. uh store in the show i was getting like i don't know what i was doing in the show but Courtney's parrot needs an attitude adjustment. Just like Courtney. Just like Courtney. <laughs> so, we know whose pet that is. Yeah. But that's pretty much that it. That was it. But what do you think? Like, do we think Courtney's coming back? Because I don't Maddie's know. there now and Maddie's in her yeah. bed. 
And it feels like a very long time to be out because of your tonsils. I don't feel but like I also that only long. think it's been like three days. And if you think about yeah, it, that's because true. Maddie she wasn't has there only been there, there for, for a two days. Yeah. So okay. I think maybe she'll come back, but I don't think she's gonna come back until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Because what's Maddie gonna do? And I think that's definitely why they brought her on because they need she they has needed a, someone fucking crazy. Yes, she has that same Courtney energy, but I think she's more mature than Courtney because I think she is older. Mm-hmm. So, but she she has that same kind of switch Party vibe and she has the crazy like switch, the snap of snap of yes. the finger. So that's definitely why they brought her on, and I think that she blends well with the cast. She does. So it was a good addition. I think she also blends well because that's her stomping. Like, yes. Party Down South was in the same area, so, like, she's just fitting back into her natural habitat of reality TV. She knows the lay of the land. I would love to see her back on a challenge. Yeah. I think that she was really good on the challenge, and she has, she just has, like, a very good personality mm-hmm. for MTV. Speaking of, sort of, it's not really challenge related, but it's sort of down south related. The article that came out today about Alexis Eddie mm-hmm. passing away at 23 from Are You The One. That is really sad. That was so, 23, I didn't realize she was so young. She was so young because when she was on Are You The One, I, she was like just 21 at that to point. Be. Yeah. So, so crazy. And... The crazy thing is, we were talking about it at work, and, like, in October, she got engaged. And then the engagement was called off. Who knows around what time? She never, like, officially put it out there, but there was rumors that the engagement was called off. But then in the fall, she was talking about how she was sober and clean living and all of this stuff. So I know nothing's back on, like, cause of death or mm-hmm. anything like that, and the toxicology report isn't back yet, but her family's saying that she came home sober. And I I read another article saying that there was a, the 911 call. She, and I guess the ambulance or the whoever, EMTs showed up, she was in cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. So it could, I mean, let's all but be that, real. That could that be a result could... from drugs, from all the drugs she's done in the past. Yeah. It, who but knows it could also doing. just be an overdose. It's it's sad regardless, and or not even imagine. an overdose because I feel like sometimes when you are taking drugs and then you do stop, you become clean, and then you relapse even just a little, a like shock. it can just shock your body and then put you in cardiac arrest. Who knows? But regardless, twenty three is so young. Twenty three is so young. I can't imagine. And she didn't have like. The easiest life at all no. with her that whole thing with her cousin and yes. stuff like that. So and it doesn't seem like she ha- had the most stable upbringing. Mm-hmm. I feel like on the show she talked about issues in relationships with her, with her maybe her father mm-hmm. or something. So it just sounds rough all around. But she was she had such she was a little bit crazy, but she had such this energy on the show. Yeah, that I think that season needed and that house needed. Yeah, and everybody from her season really seemed. To love her, mm-hmm. regardless of who hated who, everybody seemed to like her. Yeah. So that that was sad. Makes you just think about things, think about your friends, mm-hmm. people you love. So that 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 was sad. I oh. wouldn't say that was sad, but it really was. It was sad. Way to bring down the mood. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Bring, but... Just bring, bring it down a bit. But let's bring it back up to the good drama. 
of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yes. I, so, I like, th- that wasn't a sentence, but are is the cast of the Real Housewives, like, across all, like, all of them, I haven't watched all of them, but across all, are they contractually obligated to have a fucking fashion show? I think it's written in there. You know, every every single contract, it's like they have to pick who they're going to put it in for that year. Typically, I would think it's with the show, it's Melissa. But, you know, sometimes they they throw it to Teresa has to attend a Kim D fashion show, you know. There's always a fashion show. You know what? It's just an easy storyline, I think. Like, what was it in New York last year? It was a dog fashion show. There's always some type of catwalk that the, someone has to go down. It's an easy way to bring the whole cast together. Mm-hmm. Because it's like... They need an event. It's an event, and it's their event so they can throw yeah. down because, what, they're going to get mad people are... Are they really going to get mad that people are fighting at their event? No. That's yeah. what they're filming for. Before we get into it, did you watch... Did you hear the Danielle news? With Danielle and Ashley and Jacqueline Lorita. Oh, no. I know what you're talking about, that she's not returning. Mm-hmm. Because nobody wants you. On Watch What Happens Live, she announced. The one thing, I put it on her Instagram. I don't know if you saw it yet, but, like, she said, what did she say? She said that, like, the season was great, blah, 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 but she won't, after, thir- I think she said, like, 13 years or something like that, she won't be returning to Real Housewives as a, and then she said, as a housewife, and then I put it in the caption. I was like, but you were a friend of a housewife. Yeah. You weren't a housewife. So then I was like, maybe she will still pop up because of the semantics of it all. Of like, <laughs> she said that she won't return as a housewife. But I think she's done. But can you return as a housewife if you never were, were one and nobody invited you to be one? I had to watch it multiple times because I wanted to make sure I got the like, what she was the saying. Wording. But she definitely said, I won't be returning as a housewife. And I was like, bitch, you were never one. <laughs> and I don't think Andy's asking you to be one, so but I think we're confused here. Yeah, so I think she meant in general. And then okay. she also said that on Jersey. She put that disclaimer oh. there. So she would be on New York, Beverly. No, we don't like, have you. Sorry. Potomac, Atlanta, Dallas. She would not fit in with any of those. No, like, the only group she would fit in was Jersey. Jersey. That's it. I also heard that she is looking to start a cooking show. Oh, yeah. Um, therapy cooking. Therapy cooking. Mm-hmm. What is therapy cooking? She, I don't know. She said it in her Watch What Happens Live. So that's all I really got out of it. I, I only watched a, like, few-minute clip. I've heard that she has been going on her Instagram and doing these weird lives where she's like, hey, guys, it's Danielle. This is what I'm cooking today as if she's, like, in a fucking food. garden. But Giada De Laurentiis over here. <laughs> except that people don't really care what she's cooking today. I don't know. I don't see that as her brand, a cooking show. And I don't think she's wholesome enough to be on the Food Network. Yeah, I don't know. I could see her. She could do a cooking show with, like, Snoop Dogg because that's a little less wholesome. I don't know. Martha has that one on lock. So. Martha does has that. Like, they are besties, so... That is just, okay, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole, but yes. And there was, But there was also drama with Jacqueline, Ashley, and Danielle. There's always drama. There was them. some new drama that she was 
DMing people these allegations that the fight that they had at uh, Kim D's fashion show where she pulls her hair was actually a larger fight that wasn't caught on camera and she was actually was smacked into the pavement and a bunch of other things that made it sound brutal. And it's like, if that really happened, don't you think they would have caught that on film and yeah. they would have aired it and it would have come out years and years and years ago and not just 10 years later when you're looking for a slice of something to keep you relevant? Yeah. It just seems so far-fetched. Personally, I don't think she's reliable, so I don't believe one thing that ever comes out of her mouth. I mean, her name is not even Danielle. Her name is Beverly. Which I also heard on Watch What Happens Live, somebody called up and said, Hi, Beverly! And she flipped off the camera. Which is amazing. Whoever that is, I love you. That is great. Because they knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh my god. At least she wasn't really in this episode. No. They should have invited her to the fucking fashion show. Can you imagine? She, I, I think that she would have, either she would have showed up with some of her, like, rough friends, or they would have had to have security. Do you remember years ago when there was an event at the Brownstone, when Caroline was still on, and she shows up to this charity event with these guys who were like, mm-hmm. clearly they were there to like intimidate people. And it was like, what are you doing? It was I, bizarre. And I just, that's how I picture that, her showing up to <laughs> Melissa's thing. Or it would be great if she showed up with Marty. That would really get people talking. It would oh, be, yeah. it would be very good for the show. It would be great for the show. Like, Bravo just slip them a few extra bucks. Like, yeah. it would have been the perfect content for that fashion show. So, like, we have to- them walking in, linked arms. It would have been amazing. <laughs> but let's go back to the continuation of this fight. Where we see, as we see again, Danielle comes over and pulls her by her hair. And mm-hmm. she gets her pretty good. Mm-hmm. She really pulls her for a second. And... The fact that... Do I think she had whiplash? No, I don't think no, she had whiplash. I think she was being so fucking dramatic. Yeah, I think that was fabricated. But like, Margaret, get the fuck over it. Like... That was definitely fabricated. But the fact that... I've had whiplash before, and it fucking hurts, but your whole you don't have sore. to be like, oh, yeah. like, I'm dying. I, I don't think she had whiplash, but... The fact that Teresa walked out with Danielle, I think, made a statement. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, I'm sticking to this. They are both soldiers for each other. And I don't think they're on speaking terms anymore. So clearly something happened where somebody fell out of line, probably Danielle, because she, she's a, a whack job. Yeah. But she stuck with Danielle. And the fact that she came back in and she couldn't just say to Margaret, you know what? Regardless, that was wrong. She shouldn't have put your hands on, her hands on you. Yeah. Everybody in that room knew it was wrong. Yeah, you shouldn't pull her hair. Margaret shouldn't have dumped the water either. Like, I think they're both wrong on both ends of, like, Margaret has to admit fault. Danielle has to admit fault. And Teresa has to admit that they're both fucking crazy. And they're both at fault. Yeah, I think they were both wrong. I think, for me, Danielle's was another level of escalation. It, It went from water, which, it's wrong, but you're not physically putting your hands on somebody. Technically, Danielle could have been arrested. Yeah, she could have been. If Margaret had mm-hmm. decided, you know what, I want to press charges, this is assault, and I want her in handcuffs. 
she she should it was she took it a step too far especially because i think once once she put margaret's stuff in the candle they were even that was that was mm-hmm. it they, it should have been done her then coming back and pulling her hair she that she continued it instead of just walking out yeah because she's crazy because she has to one up because it, she does it can't just stop there but i do kind of agree with teresa walking out with her because honestly like Say it was your best friend, right, mm-hmm. that did something, you would probably walk out with them. Even if you thought she did, what she did was wrong, you would still walk out with them. But are they best friends? I don't know. <laughs> they say they are. <laughs> uh, giving I, giving Teresa the benefit of the doubt of, like, she walked out with her because that is her friend and she wanted to make sure she was okay. Listen, if it was my best friend... Yes, I'm walking out of the store with my best friend, even though they are dead wrong. And then you call them out and say, why the fuck did you do that? Yes. That, that is the difference. Teresa's, Teresa was saying nothing to Danielle. She didn't say boo. I would, would be like, what the fuck is going through your mind? Who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. So I get why Teresa walked out. Yes. Okay. I can, I can see that part, but she needed a follow-up. And she needed a reprimanding. And she yeah. got none of that. And also... Margaret should have never asked Danielle to pick. Teresa to pick. Or, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Teresa to pick. It was just, like, an obvious thing. She's definitely not going to pick, so why are you even throwing it out there? And you know it's just going to piss her the fuck off, so. But she was visibly upset. Oh, yeah. she And you know what? I think when it first happens, you don't have time to process, like, what's going on? All you are thinking is, like, I need to get out of this. Mm-hmm. I need this to stop. And then when you sit down and you're in a car and you're actually talking to somebody else who wasn't there and about can, it. And you like, sit there and, like, and process. retell what happened. You're like, what just happened? Yes. Like, did this, was this really a fight that I was just in? Yes. You're like, holy shit. Somebody just pulled my hair and I'm, how old? Yeah. That, and that, in that moment, I don't know if the hair pull was produced or not but you could tell that margaret didn't know it was coming because she was you could tell she was genuinely upset i honestly don't think it was produced i don't think so either because i don't i think that's too much liability on the producers i think the production part of it was getting them all like getting danielle there yes so production knew danielle could handle that shit on her own and do something so and create some sort of drama if margaret wasn't there it would have been fine yeah that's true. It would it wouldn't it's have been that sort of thing. There it there it's such a bad relationship and bad blood that something was gonna pop off. It was so volatile. And you know what? I was listening to today I was listening to uh, Heather McDonald's podcast, Juicy Scoop, and the person she had on was Jennifer Aiden. Mm-hmm. And she they were talking about just this the whole dynamic between Danielle and Margaret, how they were good friends. And then she started to see just these little glimpses of, like, this is not the kind of person I mm-hmm. want to be around. And that's how it escalated to this point of them just being complete opposites now. And everybody has sort of had that moment. Dolores had that moment with Danielle. Teresa's now having that moment with Danielle. Ten- she's having that moment with Danielle. But she had it before, too, before they mm-hmm. mended fences. And then they come back. And, then- and they come back. And even Jennifer had it, the moment with Danielle, when they went to the dinner and she flipped out on her because she, she called her Beverly. Just yeah. everybody sees it. And I think in the episode two, Joe Gorga brings up everybody, 
every one of these like people in your friends yeah, when they has seen it. When are you going it? to realize? And what is it going to take for you to realize that this is not a person you want to be around? Mm-hmm. Is it going to take her doing something to you? And Teresa essentially said yes. Which is just... And it's because if you boil it down, again, Teresa doesn't... I don't think she cares if this person is a good person, bad person. All she cares about is, are you going to be loyal to me? Mm-hmm. And are you going to have my back? And that Danielle will do that because she wants to be on the show. Oh, yeah. So it's a perfect relationship for Teresa, but it's going to be perfect until she does something to piss Danielle off. And then it, it will be no more. Yeah. I... Okay, so after the fight, it, there's that, there's like, random, filler, like, yeah. we're looking at everyone's houses, stuff like that, whatever. We get to the fashion show. Fashion show. What? So, I, like, I don't know why they're trying to make this whole, like, Melissa having another kid and still being able to be a businesswoman a thing. Like, no one said that you couldn't exactly. do it. It's like, absolutely nobody said anything. People do it all the freaking time. It's like, that's being a normal person in 2020. Yeah. That's being a normal woman is having a job and having kids and having a husband and doing it all because that's what we've been doing. So it's not a storyline we need or want. But, okay, she has the fashion show. She has all the models. Everyone shows up. You can tell something's going to start because... All of the girls are talking about how Margaret's like, oh, I have whiplash and blah, blah, blah. I went to the chiropractor and, like, shut the fuck up, Margaret. Like, wh- yes, you got your hair pulled. Okay. It was not that dramatic. But keep in mind, she has to, I think that she has to hype it up a little bit. Otherwise, with, with oh, the yeah. fight. Yeah. Then there's no fight. But I thought it was fucking hysterical that... Jennifer and Teresa were talking. <laughs> and Teresa goes, oh, you're saying getting water dumped on you is not a big deal? And <laughs> she just pulled a bitch, I'll show you. <laughs> she really did. She went for it. Oh, is this water? You like that? And she just throws it onto her. What? She has fucking balls. <laughs> she just, And then she throws the glass. Hello? Are you an animal? Yes. But I, it was so great. In my head, I was like, yeah, Teresa, like, show her. Because it was just like, oh, you you wouldn't want, like, you wouldn't care if someone dumped water on you. It's not that big of a deal. Let me, like, everyone knows she would be the first one, like, oh, my God, like, I just got water dumped on me. She would be. But then to Jennifer's point, she's like, I didn't was she crazy? Hair. But I didn't pull her hair. <laughs> I didn't put my hands on her. Yeah. Putting your hands on somebody over water. But that's after also a 30 plus minute fight. Yes. But let's be real. You you or I would not be putting our would hands I on want somebody. Would I Yes. Yes. Would I? No. no. But I don't even think we would be in that situation, so. No. I guess we're not the people to really comment <laughs> on it. We're more of that tell-all type of host. We're the hosters. We are the hosters of the drama. We are not the creators no. of it. No, no, no. And that's the way I like it. Uh, yeah. I would be like Jackie in the middle, like, stop fighting. Yes. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the scene for me. I'm not trying to get into any fights with anybody. And I would also be that person that, like, in my head I would be thinking, oh, 
you don't mind getting water dumped on you, I would never think about throwing the water on her. Never, ever in a million years. I would be like, I would argue it to the end. Oh, yeah. But would I ever throw water on somebody? No, that's insane. Maybe Ted. But that's allowed. You're married. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I'm allowed to dump as much water on exactly. as I want. It's in, it's in the marriage bylaws. <laughs> but do you, whose side are you on when it comes to the Margaret has to talk to me first, Teresa has to talk to me first, and just that whole back and forth? I don't think Margaret owes anything to Teresa. So I think that Teresa needs to, I don't think she needs to apologize to Margaret. I think she just needs to acknowledge the fact that Danielle put her hands on her and it was wrong. Yeah. And that's it. She, it wasn't her fault that Danielle did that. She's not responsible for Danielle's actions. But she owes her that. I agree to an extent. But if Margaret, Margaret knows Teresa's not going to do it. No. If she wants to be the bigger person, just get the fuck over it. And say something to Teresa. The fashion show, not the right time and place. It's all about time and place. But what is she going to say to Teresa? She has Hi. A- <laughs> and where, where do we go from there? She has nothing to apologize for. She doesn't have to apologize. She can just say, like, I don't know, like, I just want to talk or, like, can we just talk about things? Okay. I, I could see it. I mean, listen, I don't think Teresa's ever going to be the bigger person. No, Teresa's in any situation. not going to be. Like, she, ter- and I don't, like, I don't fault her either because she has too much shit going on in her personal life to even to care about, about Margaret getting her hair pulled because she has to deal with all this other shit. It, I can agree. I said to Casey today, I don't love Teresa, but I respect her. Mm-hmm. And, like... She, even, like, she has to, she's visiting Joe, like, Joe's in ice. Next episode, not, but, like, later in the season, yeah. they're going to Italy to visit Joe, and, like, she's dealing with, like, she, Joe's blowing up on her on the phone, and then, like, all the renovations in her house. Her daughter's going to college. Like, she's still raising other kids. Her dad's in and out of yeah. the hospital. Like, she has too much shit going on in her real life to worry about a produced fight that was on TV. And I agree with the comment Dolores made is that Joe should be absolutely kissing her ass because she is running the household, taking care of his legal issues. She took care of her own legal issues, her children, everything. So and Dolores had an excellent point of like, why have you not reread that prenup? Yeah, because she has honestly at the first fucking sight of like trouble or like he cheated. Like I would be reading that shit like. Have, like, a spark note, like, yes. rev- like all of that stuff of, like, can what happens me? when, can he get from me, like, all the different situations. Ew, it's just, it's, it's an uncomfortable situation. So, I, I respect her for what she deals with alone. But I think Jersey, that was, those were the two big things. I don't think anything else really relevant happened. No, because those were the only scenes in the whole thing. Yeah, and I guess we're mid-season now, because I did that, you know, on the rest of the season of Jersey. Yeah, and they're going to go to the shore. And to the Hamptons, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't know that it's going to get more interesting from here. I think it'll be fun times. I think the trips will, I think, but no, her going to, uh, not Jersey. Italy. Um, Italy will be good. That will be a good moment. It's obviously going to be towards the end, because they just recently went Mm -hmm. to Italy. 
So because they did the whole special and then they went. Yeah. So I think that's why. Like they're kind of they're trying to stretch it because they had to film and edit. Yeah. So that's gonna be that. the last one. Yes, definitely one hundred percent. That's gonna be the last episode. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens to that. That'll be good. Siesta fucking key. This is what I've been waiting for. I love this show so much. And I just, there are so many reasons I love this show. One, the content that they manufacture is amazing. And they're leaning in. And they lean into it. We get the Mm slow-mos. The editing on this show is amazing. I was telling Ted, Siesta Key, by far, has the best music. By far. Every song is a banger. Mm -hmm. Amazing. The scenery of the show is beautiful and gorgeous. These beautiful beaches. Beautiful cast. Everything about the show draws you in. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's addicting. And I think that all of the characters bring their own little flavor to the show. I think that we just need to start, like... Top to... Top to bottom. Yes. Because there's so much to get into with this. So, we start... I don't even know where to start. <laughs> we start the show and, you know, see Kelsey and Julia, our roommates. Mm-hmm. Okay, fun, not Which super important. Which is also crazy because they fucking hated each they other. They hated each other. But you know what? They hated each other over guys. Yeah. Which is a dumb reason to hate each other. As and women. they take out the guy and now they're totally fine. Exactly. As it should be. We should never be hating, women should never be hating each other over men. Stupid reason. Stupid, stupid, stupid reason. So, amazing they're roommates. The first big thing in this episode, I think, is when Matt we see Madison in L.A. with her boyfriend, producer. No, even before that, this is a small big thing, but Chloe and Alex now being friends again, and the I wrote down this quote because Alex's mom, she comes home and she's like, oh no, Alex gave me his credit card, and yeah. Alex's mom was like, oh, it's like... Mrs. Comp, like, made, like, a comment like that, and it's like, no, it's more, like, personal fucking assistant. Also, I have so many questions about when she went shopping for him. First of all, he knows they have Louis Vuitton in Europe, so that felt very manufactured. It was like the producers needed a reason to get her over to the house, so were there even anything in those bags? I don't know. They were probably all just tissue paper, and they just went to the luxury stores and asked for a bag. It's just like, no, you're a fucking personal assistant to him right now. That's what the bitch of the office would do <laughs> it it just it made no sense to me that entire bit it was like they needed a way for to her introduce them being friends again yes and i just felt as though there were so many other ways they could have done it like she could have just caught up with his mom they know mm-hmm. each other that wouldn't be completely get coffee get coffee she p- puts on a lot of events maybe mm-hmm. Maybe she wants to help her with an event that she's planning there are so many other ways that they could have done it besides these fake shopping bags because how are the clothes, they were going to ship him the clothes to Europe? They have stores in Europe. Why did he leave his credit card with Chloe? He probably has multiple <laughs> credit cards, though. He probably does. But it just feels like it felt very random. It didn't feel like a storyline I was buying into. No. But I get it. It was to introduce them back as friends. Okay. Madison going to L.A. for acting classes is what she said. But. We all know it's not true. Not true. What do you think of Ish? Um, I think he seems like a nice guy. I was saying that 
age age is just a number mm-hmm. and i think like you love who you love you don't love based on the age of somebody you love a person for who they are but i think if somebody that we were friends with started dating a man who's like you know 60 years old and he started hanging out with us at first it would he's be he's only weird. 46 though 60 is a little bit of no a... but okay we're older than her she's what i think she's only like 24 yeah, but the, you just added okay so let's what, say he's like 45 55. You just added, she's not 10 years younger than us. No, she's not. Okay, so let's say 50. Okay, I can deal with 50. So somebody starts dating someone who's 50 and they are hanging out with us. It would be an adjustment. I'm not saying it's not fine and we wouldn't get used to it, but it would be a little strange, like, we're partying with somebody who could be our parent. Yeah. It's a little uncomfortable at first, I think. But he seems like a nice guy. And there, there are rumors that there were rumors last season that the whole storyline with Ben was fake, and she was dating him. Yeah, all last season. No, I can definitely and I buy see that. that. I buy it. I think out of every Siesta Key couple, maybe besides Juliet and Alex, they are the most real. Oh, one hundred percent. Because Madison and BG, you know, is fake as fuck. Oh, so that entire thing was. Okay, let's go back to season one, Sam, when you fucking love them as a couple. I know, I did. And I was like, Sam, they are fake as fuck. They are not even a real couple. And you were like, but they're just so cute. They were. (laughs) But then the whole storyline with him cheating on her and she didn't even seem upset. It's like, okay, this is fake because she is not in the least upset about the fact that he cheated on her. And that is not how someone would react. It's not how I would react. No. So... Okay, Madison is 25. Okay, so she's one year <laughs> younger than me. So, okay, we can go with 47. 46. 47 to 60 is such a huge age difference. Yeah, it is. But regardless, I love the line. I love that Juliet is the sole narrator. Mm-hmm. And I love that not only is she narrating, but she's injecting shade into oh, her yeah. narration, which really elevates it. I w- really want to rewatch season one because that's when they had every Everybody. episode doing a different narrator. And one, Alex was fucking terrible as a narrator. And like, they're just like people that you're like cringing because yes. it was just so bad. Like, they just didn't have one of those voices where you could listen to it over and over again. And you didn't want to. Yeah, it w- it's so much better with her. And I love, but I love how they're. Sit, sitting down and introducing him at this dinner in the show. And Julia's like, you might be wondering whose dad that is. Amazing. Because, yes, I am wondering whose dad this is. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> but they, I think they have to be pretty genuine because you don't come out as a producer of the network that yeah. you're dating somebody on a show that you once produced, yeah. unless it's for real. And, like, I totally get why Ish was so on the fence about going to the party. He's like, it's going to be awkward because he was the fucking producer on the show. And that's how they know him. Yeah. As probably, and because he is older, I'm sure they do know him as sort of this fatherly mm-hmm. figure. So now to know him as Madison's boyfriend, it's a whole different lens they have to put on. Yeah. What did you think about the scene where Madison was telling Chloe? I couldn't tell if it was I think real it was or produced. So fake. It was so over the top that I was like, "This cannot be real." But then again, Chloe. But Chloe's dramatic. like that, so it's hard to tell with Chloe, which makes her perfect for this show. 
Because she is just like that in general. Yeah. So you can't tell when she's putting it on or when it's genuine. Yeah. Which is what you need. But I think it was probably what everybody on the cast would react. Mm -hmm. As a genuine reaction. And you know what? I think they prepare them to an extent. So they're not going in blind. Like, I don't think they're to the point of, like, I feel like Real Housewives, they go in blind to a lot of things. Where I don't think Siesta Key's that. No. I, I think that... But here's the other part of me, too, is that if we all knew... That she was dating a producer. Everyone else knew. <laughs> Everybody else had to have known. People who were actually friends with her yeah. had to have known. So that's the part of me that's like, this. they had to have known and this is definitely put on for the show. But I pre- I still appreciated it. I still loved every second of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Next scene was Garrett coming over. So Garrett, everyone knows that Garrett and Kara broke up. Yes. Over the summer. Why the fuck is he going over to her house, bringing her, like, snacks and flowers and all of that stuff? It's like, you guys aren't even dating. And then they were dating, and then I was, I'm was i very confused by the state of their relationship. Me too, because then they're like, well, we're trying to work on it, but they're not together. So what are you working on? But the other thing is, is she's like, oh, you wouldn't know because you never visited Jersey. Except but there were did. sightings of them together in Jersey. So... So he did. So the but the only way you would know that if you keep up on like social media because yeah. they didn't post about it. No, it was just other people posting about it. So, so MTV why? Yeah, MTV's just trying to think like, oh, no one keeps up with these. Like they're trying to pull like a fast one on us, but we know he was in Jersey. We are informed consumers <laughs> of reality TV, and you can't get away with it. So yeah. that one made no sense at all, and <laughs> I love. When she's, like, taking the tape off her nose as if that's the first time from her nose job that she's taking off the tape. Please. You took off... Your nose wouldn't look that perfect, first of all, if this is a no. fresh nose job. Her nose does look good. I think her old nose looked fine. Is she this she looks, looks good. really good. This nose does look good. I just, like... the. Whole, I, what is Garrett supposed to say? Oh, your nose looks good. She would have shot back, oh, did it not look good before? Yes, she would have come up with something because... She can't be happy. She's very... It's so... I said this to you before, but it's so sad to me how insecure she is. Because mm-hmm. she is a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. But you can... It's just painfully obvious how insecure she is. She always has something negative to say about herself. Oh, yeah. And it's sad to watch. I hate watching that. It is. Because there's just no need for it. But uh, she's not seeing what we all see. No, not at all. Clearly. I Just, like, if I have to hear about the news job one more time, because she brings it up over and over and yes. over and over again, about how Garrett doesn't like her new nose, and it's just, like, Garrett liked you for who you were before, before. so, and, like, he's not going to say, like, oh, no, I didn't like it, like, he was happy with you before, yes. he's happy with you now, like, just get over the fucking nose job. If somebody truly cares about you, it's, like, they're happy if you're happy. Yeah. So if you liked your nose before, he loved it. You wanted a new ju- nose, he also loves it. Yeah. And you don't have to keep on asking him about it. Robbie, what do you think of him? You know what? I don't dislike him. I, I've i never watched him I didn't the watch The Bachelor. Yeah, I didn't watch it. So I, I'm, and I'm glad, sort of glad about that because I have nothing to base 
my thoughts on from the past. Do you think, though, he picked Juliet as one of those people of, like, I'm picking her because I know it will get me in on another show? I think... Or do you think they were in a genuine relationship? I think it's partially that. I think it's also good press for his company. Yeah. How many times have they said the name of his company? Do I remember it? No. I was about to say, I don't remember it. But they've so. said it a lot, so it's press. <laughs> so I think it's twofold. And you know what? She's also a g- gorgeous mm-hmm. girl as well, so it doesn't hurt. So he gets some press. He gets maybe another opportunity to be so- on something else. It's reality. And he gets to date a good-looking girl. Yeah. Um. The one line that I fucking love from Robbie this episode was when he was talking about Alex Mm -hmm. and he said a weak man can can't handle a woman with a strong personality and I was like thank the fucking lord that someone said it because Alex cannot handle Juliet because she has a strong fucking personality because she has a personality I don't think he can not even a strong yeah he can't couldn't he can't handle a woman with a personality because he has to be the alpha but it kind of seems like this new I don't want to say baby mama, but, like, you know what I mean. Yes. She has a strong personality. It does seem that way from the previous. But I don't know how stable their relationship is, so. I can only, well, he cheated on her, allegedly. So, probably not very stable. (laughs) I don't think that he is good at living the monogamous life. No. Just my opinion. I don't think he's mature enough yet. I don't either, and it's a little bit sad, because I think he's the oldest one on the show. Yeah. Maybe, Chloe might be older. They might be the same. They might be the same age. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is, like, Chloe just sometimes just needs to shut up. Like, she doesn't know when to stop. When she said, um, she's like, oh, yeah, when, I think she might have been with Kara, but she's like, yeah, people say that Robbie lies about his age. But then you just said he went to school with Alex, so then you could confirm his age very fucking easily. Yeah, there is, sometimes their storylines and how they introduce people and these little tidbits make no sense. Like, no, he's not lying about his age. You just said he went to high school with Alex. Like, what? (laughs) Also, it's like, his favorite movie is Wolf of Wall Street. Is that scandalous? That's a lot of people's favorite movies. It's a good movie. It was a good movie. I like that movie. Does that mean that I am... You're a con artist? Yeah, like... What was that connection? <laughs> it was just very, very loose reasons to dislike him. <laughs> like, wow, his favorite color is orange. You know, it's also orange j- prison jumpsuits. <laughs> he he a, must have gone to prison. He is just no good. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. Just like, they're trying so hard. They're and reaching. It's just like, they were really reaching, and it was a little much for me. But again, I appreciate it. I still appreciate it, even though it's a huge reach. So then, Juliet's graduation party. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much going on so outside, much. even with the whole... So, people are speculating that it was filmed over multiple days because of the multiple nail colors. I keep going back and forth on that issue just because, now that I'm thinking about it, because before I was like, no, they definitely did. But my nails are good for three to four weeks. I don't think Chloe's getting her nails done every few days. I don't think so either. And also very different colors every two days. I just, I don't, I think that maybe it was something with the sun where it was color changing polish. 
I don't think that it was filmed on separate days. I've gotten the color change, like the ones that will like if it's hot out, it will yeah. change. Just, but it doesn't do that extreme. They were very extreme. Colors. They were two completely different colors. Unless it was an editing thing of like they were trying, like. Th- the Chloe scenes, I could see that being her nail polish color. Yeah. The Kelsey scene with the nail polish changing, I could see them redoing that shoot. Because, honestly, with the Kelsey and Garrett thing, you didn't really see anyone else. Yeah. It was just them facing the water. I could see them redoing That's that one. That's easy enough. Chloe, she was with in the middle of a lot of people. Maybe that was reshot multiple times, but I can't see it being a reoccurring thing. No. Somebody, somebody commented somewhere that... Maybe the producers hated her blue nail color so much they so they changed, changed it. it during it the filming. It was bright blue. Yeah, it was not a good. It was distracting. It was. I liked it. Like if I had it, it would be fi- like if a normal, yes. not on TV, had it, it would be fine because it's not as distracting in person. But in the camera, when they're putting those filters, because you know they're putting filters yeah. to make everything look beautiful and tan and blue and all of that stuff. It just made it so blue. Yeah, it wasn't good. So I could honestly. I could also buy into that theory, like, look, we need to change your nails because yeah. it's not filming. The Kelsey thing, I could see them filming. Yes. Again. That was isolated. Yeah. Like, they rewatched it, and they were like, oh, we didn't hear X, Y, and Z. Let's refilm this. And that could have honestly been months later. Yeah. I agreed. So, at this party, we have Kelsey coming up to Garrett, like you said, and they're she's trying to have a conversation with him, and he's like, you know... Kara honestly just doesn't want me talking to you, and I have enough issues. And you know what? I agree. It's like, out of respect, if you're someone who truly wants to work on your relationship, and you know this is the one person that's a trigger for Mm -hmm. that person. You're not going to talk to them. Just stay away from them, because you're not trying to complicate your relationship. Kara, though, has the best one-liners of the whole show. Multiple liners. Not even just one-liners. Of, like, when they were talking, she goes... I'm pretty articulate, but all I can come up with is skanky bitch. And it's, or like shady skank or something something like that. that. And I was like, yeah, like, you are articulate. Like, she's clearly you made it well known that you're educated. So. No, she does seem very, pretty intelligent. So it was a, it was a good line to throw out there. Like, even I, who had, I have this huge vocabulary and this is all that comes to mind. Shady skank. I, I just love Kara. I don't know why. I do too. I don't know why I find myself on her side, even though I'm like, you're so wrong. You are so completely wrong, but I'm with you. Yeah. But then I also really like Kelsey. So like, I'm stuck in this like weird place because I hated Kelsey. Season Mm, one. Me too. Freaking hated her. Now I'm kind of like, I do like her. Like, I see her points. I agree with her points. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, I do like care. Like, I'm stuck between them. She's grown on me. I wouldn't say she's my favorite. But she does have some good points. But sometimes she's just her personality is, it rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. It's an, it annoys me a bit. But I, I do like them both in some capacity. But I like, for whatever reason, I just really like Kara more. Even though I think she's even dead wrong. I think she's a brat. She's only in a few seasons. Yes, I mean episodes. episodes. Yeah, because she leaves. Also, I thought, I loved when she's having the argument with Garrett before the party about Kelsey again, and her friend is there, and you just see her friend in the background, and her friend is just definitely like, why am I here? I do not want to be here. Please get me out of this. 
It looked so uncomfortable. Uh, I'm like, Kara just turns to Kelsey at one point and it's like, we're not friends, you're not my type of person. <laughs> she just lays it all out yes. on the table and it's just like very blunt. Very to the point. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't even need to have this argument because we're not ever going to be friends. So there's no point in us even arguing about this. And then when she goes, you don't even have your GED. Which is so, like, what? Like, oh, what a fucking burn. Burn. <laughs> like, but it's such a random But it's burn. not even a burn because, like, it's not true. Kelsey's successful. Like, and she doesn't need a fucking GED, but she are, she has one. She graduated, yeah, she did graduate. Did she get a GED or did she graduate high school? I think maybe she got a GED because, remember, she was modeling mm-hmm. and she and, took yeah. care of her mom. So I think it was maybe a GED, but she does have a GED. So it's really not even a real burn, but it was still good. <laughs> it was still amazing. After that, they cut to Amanda... And Chloe talking about Robbie. And it's like the smallest thing, but I thought it was so funny. They they said that Robbie reminds them of one of the fire festival guys. Yes, oh my god. I yes, I caught that too. I think I took like three notes and I put fire festival in my phone because it was so funny. It was so funny, but like so does Alex. Like Alex gives me much more fire festival vibes than, than Robbie. Robbie. Robbie actually has a business. And, like, I like Amanda, but, and I think, like, she's always true, like, she will always tell you what's real, except, I wrote this down, I wrote, Amanda is also so real, except for, quote, when are you ever wrong, when she said to Chloe, she said that to Chloe. Chloe's wrong all the time. Chloe is the most wrong out of the whole show, so, like, she is always on the wrong side of fucking history, she's Always. always getting facts wrong, she's always starting drama. Why are you telling... You're just inflating it more of, like, Chloe thinks she's always fucking right. She's feeding the flames with Chloe. But we need Chloe on the show because she she's does the, the dirty work. Yeah. She stirs the pot. She does. She she does the work that nobody else wants to do. She and she's not dirty. ever really in the drama. No. She just throws the bomb and then she walks away. And, and then she's still friends with both sides. Yes. And that's what we need. Because we need... We can't have a show of all these people who, like, don't want to put stuff out there and do all of the dirty work and get their hands dirty. Like, we need somebody who's going to start shit up, but not necessarily be in every part of it. Yeah. So we need her. I can't, this is the part that killed me, though, is they have what? It seemed like a five-minute conversation with Robbie. And Chloe's like, I see right through him. I think he's all bullshit. You gathered that from five minutes of your life? Please. She automatically thought fire Festival. Done. <laughs> that, that was it. I see your bullshit. You're going to fucking corrupt a country. <laughs> Greece? No, you're not going to Greece. That's what you think. You're gonna have to be airlifted out of there, Juliet. You think you're getting five course meals, five star? No, no, no. You are getting some McDonald's hash browns. Not even McDonald's. Not even. (laughs) Frozen hash browns. They're not even cooked yet. You have to thaw them out with your hands. Put them in the sun. You're in Greece. Next, the Last big thing that happened is Madison and Ish roll in. And everybody seems to be shocked. Seems to be. Seems to be. And the whole, like, the BG thing with Brandon, like, he, he's not the greatest actor at all. Like, you can tell that scene was put together of, like, 
he definitely knew that Madison was dating Ish. 100%. I think oh, they all had to know. If, and he's like, dude, really? Like, blah, blah. And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it was just, it went from zero to 100 in literally 30 seconds. So that's also how you know this is not real. Because people don't pop off that fast about your ex-girlfriend, who you're supposed to be over. And not to mention, I feel like he's been also dating his girlfriend from last season. Last last season? Yeah. With the blonde hair, Camilla, mm-hmm. whatever her name is. But also, like... Even if you're a little upset that she should... Ish knows that your relationship with Madison was fucking produced in season one. So, Ish is it. Like, Ish knows how to play to it because, like... He produced it. He produced it. But, like, you should... It's just, like, I think MTV's trying to pull another fast one of, like... Oh, people won't really connect the dots of, like, what was produced and what was not because people are stupid. And it's like, no, people keep up on this stuff. And if they don't keep up on this stuff, they will listen to a podcast that keeps up on that stuff. Exactly. We all know, especially the people who really are in the trenches of reality TV, Mm -hmm. we have our sources. We know what's real and what's not. We knew she was dating Ish. So long ago. Before you even pretended like this was a surprise. Yeah. We knew she was with the producer. We knew he was 40-something. Not an exact age. Now we have an exact age. And we knew that Brandon and Madison were produced. Like, all of, we knew all of this. So, MTV, why are you acting like we dumb? They try to make the audience look like they don't know But then anything. there's those people. Like, I go back, every time I talk through something like this, I go back to The Bachelor. And The Bachelorette. People that don't... Like, people honestly think those shows are real. That's true. There are, there are some viewers that are not informed. Mm-hmm. And... We're just trying to inform them. We're trying to inform the masses. We are doing <laughs> our civic duty to inform the people with what they need to know. And I think that we're doing a great job of laying it all out. So that, that was all the drama of the show. But then... We get the outside drama, which is another reason I love this show so much. Because they get dirty outside of the show as well. And they don't wait for the season to be over. No. They just spill truth bombs whenever they feel like. Mm -hmm. So you have Juliet who tweets that Kara fucked Johnny Bananas. When they were in... When they were in Cancun. Mm -hmm. And she was still dating Garrett at the time. But were they... Like... But were they Now timelines are getting blurred... Because MTV's like, oh, they broke up, but now they're together. And it's just like, I don't know what's what anymore. But I I could I could also see Garrett. But I also think Garrett and Kelsey have never broken up. That's one of my theories. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Just because they're together right now. They're together now? I'm pretty sure they're together now. You know what breaks my heart every time is when they show, go, go do a little flashback to Kelsey and Garrett. When she, he had that pignet for her, and he gave her the jar of little notes about her, and she poo-pooed it. And it makes me so sad. You know how many girls would kill for their boyfriend to give them a jar of notes with things that they love about them? And it wasn't good enough? I was like, you know what, Kelsey? Get out of here. That, That was one of the big reasons I did not like her season one. Get the fuck out of here. You have... A precious gem. And you treat him 
Because what? Because he doesn't have any. He has, doesn't have enough money for you, girlfriend. It's not like you're rolling in the dough either. Please. I don't know. I feel like I read somewhere, or it was like one of those deep, like Reddit line <laughs> type things that. Garrett and Kelsey are still together, which I could totally see because they have so much chemistry. They have good chemistry. And, and I think that they were real. Before I think the show that because they, start, they were like dating before yes. the show and, and there was, before it got famous and like. Yes, there were Instagrams of them before the show even yeah. started airing. The whole GD, those were old pictures. Yes. So. so I think they were truly a couple. I, I'm not completely sold into the theory that they're still dating. I need some more receipts. I will find them and bring them to you guys. Bring next them to the week. table. I will. I really like. I just get that vibe of maybe. I feel like I did read it, but I'm also just getting a vibe of them just still being together. I will believe it when I see the receipts <laughs> you will present to me. I I will find them. I will find the article I read, or blind or wherever Reddit. it was, <laughs> wherever deep in the depths of the internet that it was. I will find it. But that, was that really it for this episode? The one thing I want to end with the episode is, I wrote it down, hold on. Chloe, of course, has to have the last two cents of the fucking show, is she, Brandon's freaking out about Ish and just Mm -hmm. like in his face and stuff. And then Chloe just says to him, I wouldn't have cheated on her in the first place. And then walked away. That was... Mike fucking drop. <laughs> Mike drop. Iconic Chloe moment. But it's true. Why but, did you cheat yeah, on her? Exactly. <laughs> if you wanted her so bad, why would you do that? Even though you definitely didn't. No, you didn't. Because you guys were because fucking dating. Got, yeah, you guys were an actual couple. But we you know all what? know it. Semantics. It's just semantics here. Maybe Sam didn't know it's season one. But I knew it season one. I didn't. So, you know what? I was uninformed. I was... I was uninformed and I still knew they weren't dating. I just wanted to believe in it, all right? I just wanted to believe in love. And they were giving me a reason to believe in love. And you know what? It was fake. So, I don't know what that says for me believing in love. Now now we're just jaded. Now we're just jaded about everything. I just believe the opposite of everyone, what everyone says, so... So, you know what? And I think that's better lens. Because then when it's true, you're like... Oh, wow. This is great. Wow. Love exists. It still does exist. It's Even there. though I'm in a happy marriage, so, yeah. like, you know, I don't... I believe in love. I'm putting the, putting that out there. I do believe in love. Um, but reality but, TV show But reality love, love no. Mm-mm. That does not exist. Real love exists. Just clarifying here. <laughs> I think that's all we have to spill this week. Um, don't forget to like us on Instagram at The Weekly Spill and also on Facebook. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Podcast Store, Spotify, anywhere essentially that you can listen to podcasts and leave us a review, like us on SoundCloud, tell your friends about us, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.